So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. Okay, I got an iTunes uh, review here from Lukey Bear 23 the best podcast for real estate agents. Five stars. I am a podcast junkie. I listen to two plus hours per day on 2x speed. So four hours of content a day. As a lifelong learner and someone who strives for content, and improvement every day, this show has the most relevant, actionable content for real estate agents anywhere I've been able to find. Pat cuts through the fluff and gives you a real picture of the business. Start this show from the beginning. Take notes. You'll get better free content here than most people are charging thousands for. And it's free. Value yourself, value your future. Listen to this podcast. I can't stress enough that it's free. Why everyone isn't taking advantage of this free blueprint in the best time in human history to be in real estate is beyond me. Only halfway through the podcast now, and it's already changed my life and my business. Thanks, Pat. Luke. Luke. You rock, brother. I appreciate the detailed review. Very helpful. And uh, thank you so much. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. Okay, got some graduates from Rebus University this week. Tegan Lovato from Billingham and Company Realtors graduated from 101 Free Leads with Chad Goldwasser. Certified listing agent. I got a certified listing agent graduate, Jesse Vanbo. Congratulations, Jesse. And I got Mr. Greg Merle from Billingham and Company Realtors graduated from the certified listing agent. Congratulations, Greg. The certified buyer agent graduates, I got two. I got uh, David Rodriguez. Congratulations, David. And Mr. Richard Koch from Keller Williams. Congratulations, Richard. And by the way, guys, if you want to go check out this course at rebusuniversity.com, I will give you 50% off. Just use the code PH50. PH50. And take that today. Do it. All right, guys, uh, Rockstar Nation, I have a super cool guest today. We're going to have a lot of, lot of fun. Angelo Romero is on the line. You know, the funny thing is, you know, I, I, you know, in my mind this morning, I visualized a Hispanic person just 
as my mind goes, certainly Angelo Ramora. I shouldn't judge people based on names. And this dude pops up. The white is a ghost, and he's um, he's uh, from Australia. He goes by the real estate dingo. And uh, man, his you should see his resume. He has he is all things real estate. And uh, I'm talking tech. I'm talking investment. I'm talking sales. I'm talking everything. And uh, we're gonna dig deep deep into some really, really good stuff, some really controversial stuff. As Angelo likes to say, he likes to stir the pot so everybody out there could smell what is cooking in the real estate universe. So you're going to smell what is cooking in the real estate universe today for sure. So without further ado, Angelo, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Pat, thanks for having me, mate. And, and look, um, why does the ghost, mate? I was actually at the sunbed yesterday so I'm, I'm kind of happy with my tan i'm not sure why you're saying that i'm white as a ghost <laughs> <laughs> hey buddy why don't you tell everyone listening about yourself please yeah mate so um look quit school at the age of 14 so i've got no formal education whatsoever can't write can't read can't type math skills suck and and my grammar's even worse so i have to use the f word to supplement my missing english vocabulary but, um, you know, I, I was very fortunate to, to realize my, my dream of becoming a professional soccer player at the age of 18. And that's, to, to date, the biggest achievement of my life. Unfortunately, I, I then, you know, decided to reluctantly hang up the boots and uh, try a different career path just because I, I didn't feel that I was going to achieve the success um, over the next 10 years that would be able to provide me and my loved ones and, and friends a, a financial future that we all desired. So, of course, as you can imagine, no formal education. Um, what do I do now? And um, I got a job as a laborer. So I worked my ass off on dirty construction sites, cleaning debris and getting abused by all the contractors. <laughs> and I, I thought to myself, well, this sucks. There's, there's got to be a better way. Um, and, and how can I start investing my money so it works for me instead of me slaving away and working for it? Um, caught the business bug. And, and I mean real estate, uh, stocks, finance, entrepreneurship, everything and everything and anything that you could possibly imagine related to passive income and, and you know, capital gains and uh, making profit. Um, so I kind of started going down that path, mate. And, and I don't want to ramble on too much here, um, but started building my portfolio in Australia. Uh, uh, I was buying very expensive properties and um, hoping that they were going to appreciate more in value than what I was actually losing on my monthly mortgage repayments. So that was kind of a disaster made a lot of mistakes, got into a ton of debt. And then the US real estate market came across my desk, mate. And pretty much, you know, just one day I, I said, this is it. It's, it's, it's now or never, once in a lifetime opportunity, packed my bags. Uh, 2012, September of 2012, moved here with not much money. And um, fast forward to today, mate, I've bought, renovated and sold over 500 properties, I've got an amazing real estate investment company. Um, we're one of the best brands and the most reputable at our niche in the country. I've made millions of dollars doing what I do. I own a brokerage right now that I think is going to be a market disrupting business. I own a property management company. I own real estate all over the world. I give houses away to people in need. And Pat, I'll tell you what, mate, I am the biggest underdog there is. And I'm just super humbled to be where I am today. Man, I love it. The biggest underdog there is. Hey, you know, a lot of people would debate that, but I love it. You know, that underdog, that junkyard dog mentality, I don't think anybody 
should ever forget that. And that's brilliant. I love that. So, man, you got so much to talk about. Here, here's what I want to focus on. Now, we're going to talk about everything. Uh, we have had guys on the show before, and you probably know them all, who do what you do. For, let me, let me, I'm going to just go through your stuff, but I'm going to keep it brief because there's other parts that I want to talk about that I think are more exciting. Now, I've had guys on your show that basically what they do is they buy distress homes, fix them up, put tenants in them, and then sell them and make money on the spread. Several shows like that, right? You did 500 homes like that. All, uh, are you doing this in Toledo, Ohio? That's correct, mate. We're, we're just based in Toledo, Ohio. It, it's a great little market. We've got no competition. We've got a monopoly here, and, and we're the biggest buyer in town. And, um, you know, we feel like kids in a candy store. There's a lot of foreclosures hitting the market. So I don't want to leave. I'm, I'm happy eating the candy. Is that why you picked Toledo, Ohio on purpose? Because a lot of these guys that come on the show are, are from Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah so, yeah, so so Pat, look, when I kind of started my entrepreneurial journey, you know, I was advised by a few of my, my um, earlier business partners and mentors that you can't focus on the stats and demographics of a particular area or a business. You, you really have to focus on establishing trust and relationships with key individuals. Um, that can help you on your endeavors, right? Real estate, mate, is a, is a, is a long-term game. It's, it's not a one-night stand, right? <laughs> there are no wham, bam, thank you, ma'ams here. It, it, it's a marriage. And you have to partner with people that understand delayed gratification and that want to be a part of, of you know, that bigger picture and vision for, for many, many years. And I had no clue where bloody Toledo, Ohio was <laughs> when I first moved here. I mean, you know, I could talk about a lot of Aussie little dunk towns that not a lot of your listeners would know about too but what I, what I did know and, and, and that is people right I, I knew who I could trust I knew who I felt most comfortable with um, and then once I kind of felt that I had the right team around me to, to be able to uh, achieve what I have today that's when I started looking into the numbers of the particular area here um, along with the particular deals and what I found, mate, was just mesmerizing to me. And, and I can tell you right now, the, the, the particular business that we work in and the product that we offer, it is, it is very unique and it's different to a lot of the other folks that are doing similar stuff to what we are because the price points that we sell our properties for, you know, we sell them in, in solid blue-collar working-class areas where tenants tend to stay and pay. There's not much crime. Um, and, you know, there's a pride of ownership in the community while everyone else that's doing what we are for the same price points, I mean, they're in rougher parts of, of the country and there's a lot more volatility there. So, you know, look, Toledo, it's, it's not the most exciting and entertaining place. There's really not that much to do here, to be honest with you. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm from Sydney, Australia, where it's just absolutely gorgeous, but the numbers just make so much sense from a real estate investment standpoint. Okay, so let me stop you there. We've been here for the, for the last five years and yeah. So, so average price you buy, purchase price is what? So I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna reveal my profit margins here, mate. But um, uh, uh, I'll tell you this though. So we we sold it. <laughs> let, let, let let's just say we do really really well, really really well. Um, okay. But so you got price okay. points are, You're putting me on the spot here, Pat. Come on, mate. Give me give me give me a break. No, well, the no, people but listening want to know whether are, they should do this or not. You know what I mean? I mean that's the thing. Let's do this. Let's move on because, like I said, you know we. It's uh, we we've got other shows. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. And, and it's a good game, guys. It's a good game. If you want a, an, another game to do, certainly it's a great game. It, it makes a lot of sense. It's easy to do, and uh, you get it managed. You get it leased up, and then you sell it to out-of-state investors, and uh, 
and it's fun. What I want to talk to you about is this real estate brokerage that you're starting. So you went ahead and you bought a real estate brokerage, right? That's correct. And then what, uh, how many agents did it have? Uh, not many. So it was, it was a kind of, you know, mom and pop type shop. It's been around for 30 years. And then a, another fellow took over and um, they just kind of ran it as a, you know, FSBO type model, full sale by owner. You know, pay me 500 bucks and I'll list it on you. So it was a FSBO brokerage, help you sell, save six, whatever. Traditional mom and pop FSBO brokerage. Okay, so now your goal and what you are doing with this company that you think is, is extremely disruptive is what? So what we're doing that's very disruptive, mate, is first of all, we're 100% commission broker, okay? And as per the INC 5000 list of fastest growing companies, 100% commission brokers are taking over. And any brokerage that's splitting their commissions, they're a dinosaur and they're going to become extinct very soon. That is my opinion. Okay, so that's the first thing. Well, wait a minute. The say, second say, say that again. Any brokerage that is splitting their commission or splitting commissions with agents is a dinosaur that's going to become extinct very soon. Well, why, why do you I say, say that? I mean, that? A lot, yeah, a lot of people would argue that and saying that, you know, certain agents you know, have the mentality that they could go do it all on their own and be self-accountable and self-disciplined. But I, it's probably 70, 80% of the agents need structure. Yeah, Pat. I mean, look, um, the, the way I see it is the broker is an unwanted middleman. That's based on my experience. That's based, you know, on, on, on over the last five years of talking to countless agents. They all say they give me nothing, but they take away everything. So what my experience has led me to believe is that you've got brokers, and I'm not going to mention any names, but they're these big stereotypical brands that you know just recruit you, but then they don't really give you any leads. They don't give you any support. They don't give you any training, but they love coming in and taking 30, 40, or 50% of your commission. You know, I honestly believe that in the very near future, we're going to have a brokerage, which is going to be part brokerage, part tech. Like we've got a few in the, in the country doing some great things right now. They're going to jump in bed with the NAR. They're going to lobby to change the legislation. And what you're going to find is real estate agents will no longer be kept accountable by a broker in that particular region, but by some kind of tech on a statewide or nationwide scale. That is my belief. I, I think it's happening. Okay, and so, so let's that, slow it down. Let, let me slow you down. So uh, define the jump in bed with NAR. Great question. I, I guess I'm not competent enough to go into a ton of depth there. but. That's just, that would just kind of be my prediction because I believe that the NAR pulls all the strings to absolutely everything and anything. And there's this kind of a little bit of a, little bit of a mafioso thing happening there. They call all the shots. So, you know, eventually, eventually, mate, you know, it happened in the taxi industry, Pat. It, it happened with hotels, right? Um, you've got, You've got Uber that's taken over. You've got Airbnb that's taking over. Um, and of course, you, you're going to have a lot of these, uh, 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 I'm not sure what the right word is, but you're going to have a lot of these legislators, I guess, like the NAR that won't, that won't want to let go. They're still caught up in their old ways. They don't want to change. They don't want to adapt to change, but tech has taken over. And whoever's not willing to adapt to that tech is, is going to lose. I mean, look what blockchain is doing, Pat, and crypto. Think about, think about how much of a hold the financial institutions have on the entire world, how everything is completely centralized. We can't breathe. We can't move. They own our lives. But you've got technology like blockchain 
that has come in and that has completely disrupted the financial system. And it is disrupting the financial system. So, you know, I honestly believe that uh, uh, the way, Pat, even the, even the banks and the financial institutions are starting to incorporate blockchain and crypto, even though they were saying they will never do it and it's a scam and it's a fraud and whatnot. Right, so, right. And, the, again, and, and the, block, the, blockchain is here to, the blockchain is here to stay. And, you know, ShelterZoom has been on our show. I don't know if you know about ShelterZoom, but they have a, a button that they sell that says uh, submit offer now that bypasses the listing agent. It doesn't bypass the listing agent, but it carbon copies the listing agent, let's say simultaneously. So the seller gets it. So the listing agent can't catch it and alter it and put their spin on it or stand in the way of it. Uh, Purple Bricks, Purple Bricks is system, right? And, and I don't know if you know about Purple Bricks, but they, they go straight to the seller, right? Straight to the seller with you know the agent on the sideline. And I think that that's kind of what you're saying. Uh, I believe you're also saying that there, is, there could be disruption. Uh, uh, a Golden Key, which is a company has been on our show as well, has a system where agents are paid per work, like uh, do an open house, go to settlement, go to home inspection, right? $200 here, $300 there. And then the buyer gets the commission, right? Any commission that's out there. And that's all that they're growing. They just got another like almost $2 million to, to, to move forward with that. Lowe's owns part of them, department stores. And, and there's companies out there that are doing what you're saying a little bit at a time. Are, but, but are you saying something different like uh, it's all going to come crashing down at the same time or uh, some real estate company, i.e. your real estate company is going to somehow be a hybrid of golden key Purple Bricks, ES, EXP, all, all these companies. What are you saying exactly there? Well, that, I, I think that's correct, Pat. And, you know, you touched on a few of them. And, and, you know, I'd like to point out a few others. You've got Proppy and you've got CProp and you've got a lot of these other blockchain companies that are looking at integrating deeds into the, into the blockchain. So, you know, I honestly think that even title companies are, are, are bound to be disrupted in the near future. Look, I, I still think we're a while away right? Uh, it, it's, it's kind of very hard to completely eliminate the title company and to completely eliminate brokerages that, you know, have, have close ties with the NAR. At the MLS, I think is, is time is up also. Uh, there's a lot of folks complaining about the MLS, how it's fragmented, how it's different in every state, in every region, how it's set up, how the data is being abused, how, you know, it's just, it's just uh, you know, what I'm trying to say here, mate, is Real estate transactions and the way real estate has been run has been the same for 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 years. If you look around in every other industry, there's disruption happening and tech is playing a big part to it. And except in real estate, it hasn't happened to the degree that it should have. Well, because, you're right because guys, the, the real associations and the board of realtors are standing in the way. You know, let's go back to MLS. I'm friends with Leo Pareja, who, who uh, uh, runs and owns uh, Remind. I don't know if you know about Remind. But basically, Remind, you know, is a complement to the MLS that could easily be the MLS because the MLS is just way too confusing and, and they take like the most used, most used keywords uh, that agents use and put them all in one place so it's real easy to read and 
and I'll also give you access to the mortgages, the titles, the, the deeds, the tax records, all that stuff. But anyways, much, 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 much better than the MLS, right? By like a hundred times. I don't care which MLS is it. But their biggest challenge at Remind is, is getting, uh, because the, the, the boards actually broker to the, the MLS servicer that brokers to the actual MLS company. So you got a lot of fat in there and got a lot of people standing in the way. Right. And, and I think that's why all this disruption in the real estate uh, industry is slow. I know I'm from Maryland and I know in Maryland there's issues with brokers. You have to have a broker in every office. So you have companies like EXP that, uh, you know, have an office that they rent from an office space where it's just one agent. But that doesn't work because they need a broker to be in that space with them. So the, essentially the, the laws in Maryland are, are standing in the way, right? And there's other states like that. So you got all these state-to-state -state legal issues. You know, talk to me about all this stuff, right? Like how, how is someone going to break through that I can, all this? Yeah, Pat, great, great observation. I'll give you another example. Like, you know, we're kind of slowly launching here in Ohio and the Dayton MLS uh, requires us for every agent that we recruit to pay their MLS fees also, even though they don't give a shit about using their MLS, right? So it's just mind boggling. I, I think the answer is simple and, and that is money speaks every language. Brokers and team leaders, are you tired of seeing dwindling numbers at your monthly sales meetings? And I don't mean numbers as far as sales, I mean numbers as far as agents attending. Do you struggle with creating new and exciting content that will not only motivate your agents, but deliver actual results to them? Do you want your agents using proven sales techniques that increase their commissions? We've got the answer for you. Rebus University is launching a lunch and learn series you can purchase to provide structure and content to your meetings. The series has 12 30 minute trainings taught by me, and top producers from around the world and specifically is designed to increase production for your agents. Plus, when you purchase these trainings, you will also receive significant discounts for the go-getters on your team or in your office who want more training and bigger results. So don't delay. Go to hybendigital.com backslash teams. That's hybendigital.com backslash teams or call Katherine Brower today at 843-749-9900. That's 843-749-9900 and get started with your Rebus University Lunch and Learn. And look, uh, you mentioned EXP there. I mean, these guys are growing like wildfire. I'm not a big fan of their multi-level marketing. Um, it's just a little bit of a, a sleazy way to run a business, in my opinion. Um, I see a lot of agents recruiting other agents in a sleazy way, and I don't, I'm not a fan of pyramid schemes. Um, another thing, too, to make mention of there let me, is let me stop you there. Their, their, their tech is not intellectual property. Okay, okay, this is good. This is good stuff. So first of all, but but what can you say with Keller Williams? It worked really well. I mean, there's a lot of people that have made a lot of money with Keller Williams, and I think that they that the EXP people are seeing that and saying, you know, 
you know, I know guys driving, you know, flying private jets and, you know, doing this and doing that. And this guy makes, you know, they throw out the numbers there as any multi-level company does. Right. And they're like, it's oh, if you do that with Keller Williams, I want to do I mean, that. That's with all mirrors. You can you can. Pinpoint. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, yes. Good, good observation there. But I think Keller Williams has done that in a cleaner and more professional way. I mean, I would consider Keller Williams to, to kind of have a little bit more of a. Uh, I guess a higher end type brand than EXP does. And if you, for example, go on Real Close's Facebook page and you've got like hundreds of thousands of real estate agents on there, the way that some of these EXP agents are recruiting or trying to recruit others is just, it, it's tacky. You know what I mean? And it doesn't look sexy. There's no, there's no finesse to it. But that, that aside, Pat, that aside, you know, here's another thing that I really like what they're doing too is they're giving equity uh, or stocks to their to their agents, right? I think that's a bigger pull than the actual multi-level marketing type approach. Um, you've got another company that's implemented that approach, which is Fathom Realty, you know, and all of these brokerages that are kind of 100% commission, they have these stock options, right, uh, that, that they're giving to agents as they, as they perform or recruit others. I think that is the biggest appeal right now in uh, uh, recruiting a ton of agents. Here is my big pitfall that I think these guys are going to stumble upon. They are not building tech pay. They are just, uh, 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 Pat, they are just sales organizations. They are just sales organizations, mate. There is no intellectual property. There's no custom built code. They do not own the technology. They are white labeling crap from other software providers, combining it into their dashboard and calling it tech. Pat, that is bullshit. That is not tech. Because when that white label software provider decides to pull the plug on you, you are done. So for example, EXP, they've got their really cool cloud brokerage and avatar and all that mumbo jumbo. They don't own that. That's owned by third party tech providers. So what if that third party tech provider goes out of business? So they say, you know what, screw you. I don't want to work with you anymore. In my opinion, they've lost a really cool gimmick that enables them to build hype and buzz around their business. So I, I, once again, I think it's really important that brokerages, first of all, start adapting to the 100% commission model unless they're offering some incredible value to their agents, like compasses, for example, right? It's very sexy. Okay, uh, let's, let's uh, stop there. Let's stop there, right? Because this, this is good shit and I want you to, <laughs> I want you to, you know, explain because, okay, so you have an opinion that, you know, the brokers don't offer any value, so they, everyone might as well be 100%, yet at the same time you say, but if they're, if they're like Compass, uh, I change my mind. So what about Compass? Like, tell me, I don't, I don't know much about Compass. What does Compass do for their agents that, say, a Remax or a Prudential or Berkshire Hathaway doesn't? Mate, you're putting me on the spot here. Wow, Pat, wow. So first of all, I think they've got a... I think they've got an amazing visionary behind the company um, by the name of Robert Refkin. Um, and you know, the, the, the 2020 little spiel that, that he did, how he wants to expand, or yeah, he wants to take 20% market share over the next, uh, in, the, in the 20 biggest regions or cities in the city. He wants to just, buy it. You know, a lot of this, yeah, look, uh, Pat, if you stand for nothing, you fall for everything, right? People love a bigger picture. They love, a, you know, they love a bigger picture. They love a vision. And I think the vision behind what he's looking at doing is incredible. First of all, second of all, he's building tech. They are building tech. Yes, they've raised a shitload of money. And I'm not a fan of that. But anyway, it is what it is. They've raised a shitload of no, money. That's like a cliche. Million dollars. Building tech. Building a very like what tech, right, could possibly exist that's better than what 
uh, Zillow has built, right? Billions of dollars. What's better than a company like Remind has built? What's better than a company? You know, you know what I mean? What tech could possibly exist for your agents that's so much better than uh, what is already out there, right? It, with third-party people. Like, like I, I've had people come on my show, and they're like, oh, we're this big company. We got thousands and thousands of agents, and all our tech is proprietary. And they'll tell me what their tech does, yeah. and I'll be like, "Damn, you could get, you could Google that and and get that for your agents for twelve dollars a month. You can, you could use that tech by this company. You're, you know what I mean? There's companies out there that all could be subcontracted to do tech for any real estate agent out there, I believe. So what, what possibly could be so proprietary in the tech space that it would be worth an agent? paying a fat split going back to your point versus a hundred percent split let's talk about that yeah great great question look i i still stand behind owning intellectual property and i'm not a fan of white labeling the tech from 10 other software providers because then you're at the mercy of their rates and their business you want to be in control of your tech okay because once again, uh, uh, let's take EXP for an example here. If, if their little iCloud avatar company decides to close shop or pivot on their business model or up their rates, well, then, you, you, you know, they've got a, they've got, they, they control the reins. You don't control the reins. You need to control your business and the outcome of it, right? And tech is a big component to the way I see where the future is going. Back to Compass. I mean, you got a good point there. There's a, there's a shitload of real estate tech out there and what makes theirs unique, to be honest with you, I haven't dug into it. I, I don't know the answer to that, but I, I will tell you my opinion. I think it comes from a complete package standpoint too. You've got a visionary CEO that's got an amazing vision of taking over the country, right? You've got a, a shitload of money that they've raised. You've got a very cool brand they're spending so much bucks on getting the best teams and the best agents to join the brokerage. Their offices are the sexiest. You know, just from a complete kind of package, when you look at them, it looks great. It makes a lot of sense. Look, I still don't believe in the commission splits. I, I honestly think that whoever's splitting their commissions, they're going to be out of business because once again, mate, uh, 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 the agent is the one that should get paid everything because they're the ones knocking on doors they're the ones handing out flyers they're the ones begging little old grandma at walmart to list a bloody house they're the ones dealing with building inspectors appraisers uh buyers agents you know title companies so who am i or who is anyone else in my eyes a pointless middleman to take their commission right look i think brokers are done mate there's there's gonna be a company and look we're talking about the future here crystal ball analysis i'm putting my nostradamus hat on right now pat but I truly, truly, truly believe that agents will no longer be kept accountable by a broker because they are an unwanted middleman. Agents will need to get a real estate license, but they will be kept accountable on a statewide or nationwide level. Who is going to do that and how they're going to do that? I don't know. I haven't figured the answer out to that. Are they going to jump in bed with the NAR and partner up with them. Once again, money speaks every language. I'm sure the NAR is not going to say no to some awesome tech company coming in and saying, hey, we can do this, this, and this, and you don't you don't you no longer need brokers or real estate associations. As I said, mate, that's my prediction. We'll see if it's going to happen. <laughs>
As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets newsletters that are sent out sphere of influence forms referral request forms and the list goes on and on if you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 I love it. I love it. We'll see. And somebody like you're right. Somebody else will figure it out. I think that the, at the on the local board level, it's going to be, you know, you're always going to run into issues. But I mean, let me get your opinion on that. What is your opinion of the value of boards of realtors? The value of boards of realtors. Um, nothing that tech can't replace. I mean, what do they do, Pat? What do they do that tech can't replace? What does a broker do these days that tech can't replace? Yeah. Okay. Point counterpoint. I think people would say that there are reasons that people go to a yoga class with a yoga instructor, drive half an hour there and half an hour home with a yoga instructor there in a big room. There are reasons people do that versus turn on YouTube and watch a yoga chick doing a class and just do it on their own. And that reason is not well, going to change. Point. And they're going to need brokerages to learn and to – the brokerage is the yoga studio. You're always going to have people, you know, doing – my kids do freaking yoga and all kinds of shit on, on YouTube and stuff like, like fiends. I can't do that, right? I need a personal trainer. I need that yoga class. Now, that may be an old guy's, I'm 52, that may be a 52-year-old mentality, and my kids' mentality are completely different, so as the world ages, surely it's going to change, but the question is, is the yoga studio going to go you know, by the wayside? Is the real estate brick-and-mortar office going to go by the wayside? Because the millennials and the people that are pushing through now are not going to need the accountability like old folks like me do. I mean, is, talk to me. Pat, if you want to waste two hours going to a yoga session, be my guest. I'd rather be on the phone doing deals and making sales. Like, you know, uh, granted, you, yeah, you need to go see a doctor if, if you've got a bloody heart attack. So, um, but, you know, there's even tech companies out there that are starting to help people through, through the tech. You know, bricks and mortar office, they're, they're done, mate. You can do all of your training and continual education courses virtually and online. Um, you know, once again, look at Amazon. I mean, I, I, you know, I just bought a condo in Chicago. I, I, I bloody ordered stuff off Amazon and they literally deliver it to my front doorstep. And then I've got people that will actually open up my door and, and, and unpack everything and put it in my fridge. Once again, mate, that's the way the world is going. Everything's becoming digital. Look, I mean, look, it's, it's an amazing time to be living now. I mean, virtual reality, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, even bloody robotics. I mean, and now we've got blockchain, which they're calling it, you know, internet 
3.0 or whatever it is. As I said, mate, I, I, I honestly think there's a big change happening right now. My, this is my prediction. And, and your listeners can say they heard it here first. Title companies are done within the next five to 10 years. There's not <laughs> okay. going to be any more title companies. They're going out of business. So everyone that owns a title company, start looking into blockchain. Adapt or die. Second, brokerages. 10 to 20 years, you guys are done too. So if you've got a brokerage right now and a thousand agents, you need to start building tech because when they remove the requirement of agents needing to work under a brokerage, the only thing that will enable you to keep those agents with you is the value that you provide to them through the tech. And I'm going to say it here and I know everyone's going to hate me for it, Pat. And I'm, 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 you know, I, I hope I'm not overstepping my, my boundary here, but I honestly think real estate agents are also going to be out of business within the next 30 years. Why? Because Zillow's trying to do it. Open Door's trying to do it. Knock is trying to do it. OfferPad is trying to do it. So all of you real estate agents out there, what are you guys doing right now just in case this crazy Australian that you're listening to is right? You're in a prime position as a real estate professional with experience in buying, selling, negotiating, working with people knowing how to do an appraisal or knowing how an appraisal process works, knowing how to find deals, how to prospect, you're in a prime position to take advantage of all of your skills and everything that you know and, and have learned to invest in real estate, to buy, fix and sell properties, to buy, fix and hold properties, to supplement an income that you might be getting from a part-time job that you don't want to be working or to, to have passive income coming in. Prepare for the worst, hope for the best, and you, you, you know, you need to adapt just in case I'm right. <laughs> you know, I, you know, here's the thing. I think you are right. And I, but, but I, I think your 30 years is, is too long. You know what I mean? You are, you already, you already got a lot of businesses that are putting rental agents out of business with, with the lock boxes that use credit cards and, and driver's licenses and stuff like that. So, you know, you, all, all the duties of the real estate agent, valuing the house, right? The, the showing the house, you know, all that stuff is going farther and farther away from a human being. I don't think it's going to take 30 years. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think that. I think, you know, it'll be a lot sooner. But um, let me, let's switch gears here. I want to talk to you about investing. A lot of people listening to this show are probably afraid to buy a damn house, you know, a mile away from them. And here you're buying houses all over the world. Like, where do you own houses? So, Pat, I, I own a, um, so I'm based in Toledo, Ohio. I own a um, condo in Chicago. I own a condo in Cincinnati. Um, I own uh, uh, three properties in the Bahamas. I own a condo in Japan, and I'm just buying a condo in Croatia. Okay, so why do you like condos? Because my, you know, I've always shied away from condos because of the condo fee is again out of your control. Uh, they're the first thing to go down when the market turns. They're the first thing to, to drop in value and, and extremely difficult to sell because you, you have a lot of the same product um, trying to sell at once and, and the consumer just says, well, they're all the same. They're all two bedroom, two baths. So I'm going to go with the cheapest one. What, um, talk to me about that. So, yeah, I mean, look, when you, when you kind of grow up pretty poor like I did and, and you're working as a, as a stinky laborer and then you kind of see all of these good-looking folks wearing suits and carrying briefcases while they're going to their corporate jobs, and you're like, damn, I, I can't wait to be like that one day. 
But another thing that I added to that thing was, to that twist was, well, you know what I really want to do? I want to own real estate all over the world, travel in a suit and an empty briefcase for all of my clothes to be located in every destination wherever I'm traveling to. So I guess the answer to your question is, it's just a childhood dream that I wanted to fulfill, mate. And the way I saw it is, you know, when I lock the door to that condo, I don't have to worry about any crap happening to the roof or mowing the lawn or anything like that. I just lock the door and everything that's on the inside and the outside is going to be the same when I get there. So you don't um, let them out. You so just sit on yeah, them. Yeah, man. I, you know, to be honest, I just sit on them, mate. And in all honesty, it's a bit stupid, I guess, um, for what I did. But, you know, I kind of crossed that off the bucket list. I, I'm actually going down the path of, of uh, uh, you know, I got brainwashed with the whole minimalist thing, right? Because think about it, Pat, all of these things, all of these materialistic things and all of these, you know, uh, uh, properties, they all need management and some kind of management and they all require your attention. So I don't want my focus to be on all of these properties and, and the variety of toys that I own and whatnot. So I'm kind of going down the minimalist path, mate. I'm, I'm looking at potentially selling some of them and only keeping the ones that truly make me happy. And I want to mention something for your listeners here. Before they go down the path that, uh, unfortunately, society brainwashes us to believe, you know, a big house, three cars, good school district, send your, send your kids to college, all of that mumbo jumbo, you know, does it bring me joy and doesn't bring me value? Like anything that doesn't bring you joy or doesn't bring you value, don't do it. Stop competing with the Joneses. Be you. Live your dream. Um, you know, I think the American dream is dead. And if you want to talk about that, man, that's probably a separate podcast, mate. <laughs> that's probably a separate show. <laughs> we don't want to get all into that. Yeah. Well, so, so even three in the Bahamas, what do you do? That You leave three condos in the Bahamas uh, empty? Yes. Yeah, so I've got, I've got two condos in the Bahamas. One's fixed. I'm looking at maybe renting it out now and selling it. I just bought another really cool one in Freeport in, in one of the best buildings there. It's Canal Front. Uh, 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 we're just fixing that one up now. That's probably going to be the one that we're going to keep because I absolutely love the views. It's got views of the Port Lacaya and I've got my own little um, little uh, uh, dock there so I can you know get in my kayak and just kind of swim across the little canal and go to my favorite restaurant, which is kind of pretty cool. Imagine that. But no, I've got it. So I've got a waterfront lot uh, on an island in the Bahamas called Long Island that's just kind of been sitting there for the last couple of years. I, I had this dream of building like a, you know, Bora Bora type hut there. So look, once again, all childhood dreams, all fantasies. When you grow up poor, mate, you, you dream big. And then when you can finally yeah, go crazy. out and do stupid crap like that. I mean, if you went in real estate, <laughs> you I would think you're, you're a corrupt politician from Russia who's kind of hiding all their money, you know, or <laughs> Turkey or something. Uh, so that's funny. Well, that's good. Hey, you spread it out, right? You spread it out, and, and that's good. Now, I want to also talk to you about um, giving away houses because you're, you're giving away houses as a charitable cause. Tell me about that. Yeah, Pat. So a couple of years ago, I, I was at a conference, and, and, I, and I heard this fellow speak, and he was a billionaire, um, and, and he said, you know, I don't do business transactions with people. I do business transactions with God. The more I give, the more I get. And I was just absolutely mesmerized with, with that saying. And uh, another thing too, you know, by Tony Robbins, uh, he's, he's got a quote and it goes like this, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And I can tell you right now, mate, 2016, we gave a house away to a 
family in need, no hidden agenda here, mate, no tax write-off, my non-profit has not been approved yet by the IRS. We're not selling any raffle tickets either. So it's from the heart. Gave a house away last year also, and, and gave a house away this year. It was actually on TLC, This Is Life Life. Um, we got featured by them, and that's all good and great and whatnot, but I'm, I'm definitely, I don't want the limelight anymore. We're just gonna keep it under the radar. I really, I really like um, Chuck Feeney's story. So if, if you guys wanna check out a billionaire guy that gave $8 billion away over his lifetime without anyone knowing about it, um, Chuck Feeney is his name. He's the owner of um, All Duty Free. So whenever you're traveling and you see a duty free, um, that's the guy. So Pat, look, I've done 500 deals. I've made millions doing it, but I don't remember any of those deals. The only ones that I truly remember is the ones that I gave the house away to a family in need. And, you know, the tears of joy and the smile on their face. I mean, dude, I'm getting goosebumps just, just thinking about it now. That's something that you, you cherish forever. And I'm taking, I'm taking with me into the grave. So, mate, I'm, I'm going to create a hundred plus million dollar business. I'm going to disrupt the real estate world. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm, I'm going to give it all away, mate, because I don't need it. I don't want it. Just give me a pina colada. Give me a Vespa. Give me a linen shirt, Ray-Ban glasses, and a Cuban cigar in the Bahamas. That's my happy place, mate. That's my joy. <laughs> linen shirt, man. You're a trip. <laughs> I love that, dude. I love that. And that's, that's right. You know, you think about it, right? Uh, you know, I, it makes me think of all the houses I've been involved in and, you know, <laughs> That's, uh, and the ones you remember, the ones you give away. Oh, this is awesome. Well, this, this has been fun stuff, man. This is, uh, you know, we covered a lot of territory here. We covered a lot of things. And I appreciate you being so candid and uh, so upfront and not being afraid to speak your mind. So, Angela, what, uh, everyone that comes on the show brings with them a free gift. And uh, what we do with this free gift is I'm going to put it on your, in your show notes. Okay, so... Let's see. I, I think I'm going to just call it by your first name. I'm going to call it uh, hybendigital.com backslash Angelo. It's E-N-G-E-L-O. That's E-N-G-E-L-O. Hybendigital.com backslash Angelo. If you want to reach out to Angelo, his information will be there. You could cuss him out or you could tell him you agree with him or, or, or what have you. And, and also all his social media will be up there and I'm going to put his free gift on there as well. So what would you bring today, Angelo? Mate, so it's going to be, um, I'm going to send my negotiation guide on, on how I'm able to literally buy properties for half of the asking price. How to buy properties for half of the asking price. This is great. Guys, it'll, it'll, <laughs> be, it'll be on there. And what I'm also going to do is I'm going to put it on hybendigital.com uh, backslash toolbox because when I'm going to include it with the toolbox that all our listeners get for free, you can just text the word toolbox to 444999 or go to com backslash toolbox. You get Angelo's negotiation uh, guide on how to get a property for half price and then you get uh, uh, over a hundred other free gifts that people have brought that have come on this show as well. Angela, look, dude, you are a brilliant character. I would love to uh, meet you face-to-face -face someday if I am ever in uh, Toledo. Uh, Toledo, Ohio, is that where you are? Remember, in, in, in your part of Ohio, I am going to uh, look you up. We'll get together. But we could, I'd prefer meeting you in Sydney if you're ever there. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sydney. Well, I was there last year, so definitely, man. I was there New Year's Eve, so maybe, maybe a New Year's Eve in the future. We'll, we'll get together. Sounds good, mate. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask 
a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.